Hello and welcome to the Strong Habits podcast. I am your guest host today. I'm Emma or ESG Fitness and I have been helping Penny behind the scenes set up the new app and a few other bits and bobs which we are really excited about. In this episode I get to interview Penny uh, about her approach to fitness, why she focuses on habits and her background which isn't your typical personal trainer background. Plus, we talk about the new program, what to expect, and how you can get involved. So, Penny, how are you? Hi, I'm fine. Welcome to your own podcast. <laughs> Thanks very much. That was a great little introduction. You're very welcome. Let's give the listeners a bit more of an introduction of you, though. So, let's pretend I am actually interviewing you, which I guess I am. And could you please introduce yourself? Sure. Um, so, hi guys. I am Penny. Penny Vavridis. Uh, I have been. Okay, let's stop victim. there. Where, are you, mm-hmm. like, what? What about this last name? Doesn't sound standard. Last name. <laughs> uh, so my name is from Cyprus. Ah. Vavridis. Um, it's actually made up. So our name was Iwani, and my dad's dad, George Iwani was from a place called Ayos Varvaras. and he in moved... the mafia. Yeah. Is that why you had to change your name? <laughs> yeah, they got in a lot of trouble. There were just too many people called George Iwani, and everyone was just like, no, you can be George from Varvada. And oh, then that's really? that. Is that it? They're from a village, and there are no rules. That's it now, so we're the only ones. Like, there are 400 of us, but, <laughs> but we're the only ones. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, mm. quite cool. So yeah. it means I'm the only Penny Varvaridis in the world. Wow, I'm the only Emma Story Gordon because my That's name great. my name's also made up. Yeah. <laughs> not I not like as that. cool, but my parents didn't get married, so I now have both of their names. That's very cool. I like being the only one. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's good for Google anyway. If if anyone can spell your name. Well, I think it's phonetic, so so long as you can figure it out, then it's not so bad. Okay, let's let's move on from the name. So I interrupted you. Please continue. Um, so I've been a personal trainer for four years and a nutritionist for two. Um, before that, I was a journalist. Um, and I really loved being a journalist, but it was a really unhealthy life. And I was like drinking and smoking all the time and eating all of the things, way more things than a tiny five foot two person really needs to eat. Um, and like when you're a journalist people take you out so like every day someone's like hey come have lunch with us here's some beer and then in the evening your colleagues are like hey come to the pub with us here's some more beer and that's just normal life um, so I ended up getting quite overweight and then my dad got sick um, and it made me really start to think about how mortal we are um so I tried to make a difference um and and I started by doing all of the things that everybody always does so like cutting out sugar and like running and cutting out gluten and all of the things in some desperate attempt to like not end up with Alzheimer's and lose some weight um and now obviously I know there's nothing I can do about whether or not I get Alzheimer's and it's just kind of potluck um but it doesn't matter because within that time I managed to change all of the things so now I can eat 
well most of the time and do exercise because it's fun <laughs> and the whole world changed um but becoming a personal trainer was actually an accident so i started an online magazine called oh my quad fitness magazine which doesn't exist anymore um but the goal was mostly so i could learn all of the things from people who knew more than i did and to have some sort of accountability and also very importantly get lots of free fitness things oh, so yes. i got which was great so i got like free personal training sessions from people free gym classes free clothes really fancy clothes that i would never buy because who spends a hundred pounds on leggings oh my god i know it's ridiculous isn't it it is ridiculous um so i've got some really nice things that i never paid for and then it was just by chance that a pt provider company said hey do our pt course for free and write about it and i was like oh I mean, that's like four grand or something, sure. And then while I was doing it, I realised that actually personal training was wonderful um, and much more fun than just sitting all day and a much easier way to make all of the life changes that I was trying to make more permanent because if I was in a gym anyway, then I may as well do some exercise. True. Um. So that was how I got here, which was very roundabout. That's a cool story, though. And what, like, just out of interest, did did you write up your experience of the personal training course? I did, yeah. So the deal was I had to write a story each week um, about the things that I'd learnt that week. Um, which is probably a really good way to revise as well. Yeah, it was very yeah. cool. And it... Yeah, like, writing about stuff is the best way to learn about things, I think. Oh, um, yeah, so true. Like, when I was studying, and I think really when I first started sort of writing stuff online or, like, putting out posts and things, it's you're trying to make the science simple enough that people can understand it, which means you're going to remember it as well. So you, half of my posts when I was still researching were just me trying to understand stuff and, and then, like, I just post it anyway, but it was so useful. Right, let's let okay, so now we know how you got to where you are. So you're based in London at the moment, personal training. Yes. Yes. And your approach is a little bit different than some personal trainers at least. And you focus on habits. So do you want to speak a little bit about that and why you think that's a useful approach to take and how you get the best results out of your clients doing that? Yes. So I think at this point, most people know that they need to eat less food most of the time than they're eating if their goal is to lose weight or they need to eat healthier food most of the time or they need to be moving more. But the the problem arises is that people don't really know how to do that consistently. So then they get stuck in what feels like this test of willpower, like it's always this battle where they're constantly falling off of this so-called wagon because it's always... What is this wagon that everyone talks about? Oh, the band falling off the wagon again. I know. It's like every, every, what, few weeks, there's this new wagon that they've toppled (laughs) over. Um, And, like, it... 
it's i don't know i think people make it harder than it needs to be sometimes um and everyone is so desperate for this easy way that's what leads them towards things like skinny tea and all of that nonsense because they just want it to not feel like some kind of war with themselves all of the time and that's where habits come in because you can make anything a habit if you just repeat it often enough and if you can take something and be really specific so like instead of saying I'm going to eat more protein you say I am going to eat 30 grams of protein with my first meal of every day so every time you're having your first meal you're also having that 30 grams of protein like you're specifically placing it into your day so that after a period of time of doing it your breakfast is just always with protein you're not thinking about it anymore there wasn't like this huge fight to get there and the more things that you can do that with over time and then you just layer all of the things slowly slowly everything becomes much easier and that's what's worked really well for all of my in-person clients because if they can make these like I guess lifestyle changes as you go along then it becomes part of just what you're doing anyway and who you are anyway so then you're just the person who now goes to the gym because you like going to the gym and who eats more yogurt because you like yogurt and stuff (laughs) yeah is it one really good point you made there was about making the the habits specific so not just i'm gonna eat more protein or i'm gonna be more active it's I am going to eat more protein by increasing the protein I eat at breakfast by 30 grams. Or I am going to be more active by hitting 10,000 steps a day because that is my target. Or whatever it is, it needs to be quite objective. So that's a really good point to make. And, and with your new program, that's something that you do is that you're setting out these habits so that they're like tick boxes almost. Like you could do that if you wanted. Like I've got these habits that I need to tick off by the end of the week. And that's how you're going to gauge progress. And I want you to discuss this a bit more, but a lot of people try or look to gauge progress on fat loss, which is ridiculously hard to measure, or they put so much emphasis on the scale weight. But we know that if you can tick off these behaviours and hopefully they become habits, that that is how you're going to get results. Yeah, for sure. And like looking at ways of measuring progress as well, like... You've got the really obvious ones that people will focus on, like you said, so like scale weight and stuff. But like if you can say, oh, this week I did five of my habits almost every day or today I did both things that I was going to do or this week I did 70 percent, whereas last week I did 60 percent. Like those those things are really good measures of how well you were integrating the change into your life so that by the end of the six weeks you're doing things more automatically than you were doing them at the start and like six weeks isn't long enough to cement all of the things but if you can make things more automatic then it means that after the six weeks you can just carry on doing what you've been doing and things will continue to just keep getting more and more automatic like it will just keep getting easier the longer you just keep practicing 
repeating these same habits over and over again and so much of the six weeks as well is about education and i've had um i guess my argument against when people like oh you know six weeks it's just another six week fad or whatever it's just it's not long enough to get real results or to create real lifestyle change is what they say and my comeback is always it's it's long enough to teach people or give people the tools and the understanding that they need so that they can implement that for potentially a lifetime and for sure you're going to have a support group after that people can join but actually if you you could learn a lot enough in the six weeks that you wouldn't need anything else yeah definitely and what's great about doing it online is that you've got this opportunity for so much more learning than you would have in a pt session so in an in-person session you've got that hour but most of the time you're with me you're exercising so you'll be getting lots of technical information but all of the other things are much harder to like get across whereas in online I can give you all of the information about each aspect so the training side the nutrition side and the habits and mindset side and when you ask me a question it's not an off-the-cuff response like I can take the time to give you a proper in-depth answer to all of the things that you want to know more about. Which well, that's, means... Sorry to jump in, but that's going to be the key of this podcast, isn't it? That you're going to use it to answer client questions that come up, but not just off the cuff. You know, if you, if I asked you a question face to face, you might be like, oh yeah, this is my response. But if it's on going to be on a podcast, you might be like, right, okay, I'm going to, I know that this is the answer, but let's see what research there is to back that up. Maybe I could talk about this study. Maybe I could explain this in a different way. And you give a much more in-depth answer so that they actually understand the why behind the answer, not just, yeah, it's fine to eat 40 grams of protein instead of 30. It doesn't hugely matter. Like, okay, why is it fine? And what's this myth about eating more protein and it just being wasted or, you know, little things like that. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I think also a podcast is much more useful than doing this as a live because this way you've got so much more information that you can even refer back to when you forget what it was that I answered um and with oh I lost my train of thought what are we talking about we're talking about why podcasts are so great why it's such a good educational tool and then we're going to talk about a little bit about the group and how people can get involved so essentially what is this six-week plan that we keep referring to that we haven't actually you know divulged into what it is so it's called strong habits yes um okay so in terms of the educational bit the other point i was going to make was with the check-in so you'll be getting weekly check-ins with me which is rare in group settings but it seems like the best way to actually help the most people. Um, And because it will be an email check-in, again, you'll be able to ask different questions, but also you you get a chance to really reflect on what your week has been like in a way that you wouldn't do if we were just having a chat. So then that gives you time to really process what went well for you and what didn't go well which will then help you make whatever changes you need to make going forwards but also it gives you a chance to really think about how like your emotional state has impacted what's happened in a way that you probably wouldn't go into 
if we were having a chat either because I think a lot of the time when it comes to nutrition especially like emotions play a really big part in why we make the decisions that we make but shame often stops us from being able to talk about that so people will be like oh you know I want to lose weight just because but then there are like 500 other reasons that come before that that they're not ready to talk about but in written form it makes it much easier and then the deeper you can get into what your why is about stuff this it's like so much easier to then actually make changes because you understand what it is that you want agreed yeah um okay so tell me about the six week like i want to sign up to the six week program obviously it sounds amazing what do i what can i expect in terms of training nutrition check-ins we've just discussed the check-ins that are every week directly with you you'll get feedback on that you'll be able to answer any questions for the podcast which you will also do every week um what what else what am i missing what what sort of training is going to be involved what's the focus there um so the program is a strength and conditioning type program um so there'll be four workouts a week three of them will be gym gym based and then one will be uh body weight which you could either do at home or in the gym if you prefer um they will focus on your big compound lifts so like your squats your deadlifts and your bench um with some more hypertrophy stuff afterwards so the things like higher ish reps normal very simple stuff lunges pushes hinges pulls um i think the foundation of any good program is always the same you have your basic shapes and the goal is always to just get better at those basic shapes and the better you get you just keep making it harder but you don't need to be doing anything particularly extravagant what so you're saying i don't need to keep the muscle guessing and just do stuff on a bosu ball no precisely there will be no wasting all my time (laughs) no bosu balls and strong habits um and i've so it's designed for people who either you've been training for a while and you just want to be training a bit smarter and build some muscle and get like more competent in what you're doing but also if you've not really done gym stuff before I've made a bunch of videos explaining the basics of how to make all of the shapes so then you can build up so you don't need to panic and be like I've never done a barbell squat before what the hell is that I can show you how to do a goblet squat and you can know that it's okay Mm -hmm. and like you're saying these are the same shapes and by shapes you obviously mean the same sort of movement patterns that you're looking at so a goblet squat might be an easier way to start doing squats because back squat you can often lose your form and like these shapes are harder to maintain exactly so there are like not like there are there are five (laughs) shapes you've got squats and then all variations of squats that you see people do they're still just squats so you're just bending your knees you've got hinges so all hinging things where you're just hinging (laughs) your hips so like for example deadlifts hip thrusts etc pushes pulls and then carries so for example bench press bent over row farmer's walks 
all exercises are variations of those shapes. And the better you get at the simple stuff, then basically the better you get at life. That's that's my philosophy, I think. Yeah. But I and also when it comes to training, like the basics are the basics because they work and a lot of people overcomplicate stuff just for the sake of it, really, and it's not adding any benefit. For sure. And like the the shapes that I'll teach someone in our very first session together will be the same shapes that someone who's been training for 10 years will still be doing. They'll just be doing them harder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So one of the key aspects I find with um, coaching or getting a coach or working with someone is accountability. So that's going to be a huge aspect. And having someone that is checking up, making sure you've done the habits that you say you are going to do or the behaviours that you say you're going to do that you're hoping to turn into habits. Um, And that's something you're going to get hugely on this program. And also the like group support of other people going through the same things, the same struggles, sharing their experiences. So tell, please, where they can find you, where they can sign up, what the process is. Um, So you can find me on Instagram, superpenny, penny spelt with an IE, because I just decided that was what it was when I was seven. Um, And you can also find me at pennybarveridis.com or superpenny on Twitter if you're on Twitter. Although my Twitter's mostly full of me complaining about things. (laughs) Maybe that's less helpful. Um, And if you, or you can email me, pennyvarvridis at gmail.com. Basically all of the things are just my name because I'm the only one. So that's quite helpful. Very handy. Yes. Um, And you can sign up for strong habits the first one starts the 6th of january and then they will continue onwards into the future uh and you will get all of the support making all of the changes that you have been trying to make and i've totally got you yes right okay brilliant way to end the podcast which i'm sure there will be many many more of thank you for letting me um host this first podcast i feel very special thank you very much for hosting the first podcast you've been great thanks thanks and goodbye